welcome to On Second Thought, the podcast that revisits films to see if they have stood the test of time. My name is Cameron. I'm Ken. And I'm Andrew. And today we're talking about Jumping Jack Flash. With uh, with everybody's favorite center square, the Whoopster. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, could I be the first to say that I tried to watch the movie last night, but was drunk and immediately fell asleep? Is that alright? I, I did wake up at one point to gunshots, like sounds of gunfire. Uh, and was there a scene where Whoopi gets stuck somewhere and bites someone in the crotch? I don't, I don't think so. Cameron, is that, am I remembering wrong? I don't know. Oh, you're definitely remembering wrong. That's, that's <laughs> it's the, uh, the apex of this movie is when she bites <laughs> the guy in the nuts. Is that, is that what happens? <laughs> yes. That, that is actually something that happens in the movie. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I, I was pretty sure that I was imagining that. <laughs> How did I forget? Like, it's only been a week since I've seen this. I shouldn't forget that by now. <laughs> it sounds unforgettable. I, I It sounds as though that is something that I would do in a fight. For sure. <laughs> you know, I would deliberately uh, do the splits, like Jean-Claude Van Damme, and then try to bite somebody in the crotch. Wow, that is insane. I can't believe that that actually happened in the movie. Yeah, I couldn't believe it either. You have to rewind it and watch it again just to make sure that you, uh, do, you're you doing a double take. I was watching it on two separate screens. So. <laughs> one in slow motion, just just so I didn't miss anything, and the other one in, in fast motion just because I didn't want to watch the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well... Uh, I tried, but I let you guys down. But Ken, uh, at this point, I think you've only watched about 13% of all the movies we've watched. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking all this way. I've been thinking it the entire time. Never watched a movie in my life. <laughs> I think if there was a pie chart for a podcast, it would be 13% of Ken watching the movies, 12% of us doing the podcast, and the rest would all be sleeping or being drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm. Did maybe I liked it more than you guys? I wish I could tell you. I wish I could tell you whether or not I liked it. <laughs> From what I saw, pretty funny. Well, how about I? I attempt to sum it up so we can kind of fill you in because I'd actually appreciate help on this part. This is another one of these movies that is extremely complicated plot wise, and it's. Um, I don't know. I think I don't know. Even know if I understand how like how it plays out maybe Cameron will have to help me but she starts out she's in New York right and she's she's like an eccentric employee at a bank is that fair to say yeah I think so at a, at a really really forward-thinking uh dot-com pre-dot-com bust <laughs> type bank what I don't know if yeah, that makes like, any sense it's all but... online it's an online bank in 1986 <laughs> yeah <laughs> Everybody dresses like uh, they're in the cast of Rent. I love it. It's weird. It's like it, it's how I imagine working at Facebook or or Google would be. Yeah, it's like this bank and they they this whole department they only do online transactions. And seriously, I've never seen. I think this is the earliest I would have ever seen anything like that in a movie. I can't even think of anything that predates this for like geek computer geek stuff because she's basically IMs with clients, right? Yeah. And then uh, kind of like does transfers and stuff or whatever. I don't, I don't know. And then she somehow kind of starts messaging with someone from British intelligence. And uh, he's kind of has to get rescued. 
the the kind of initiation into being the the one who saves him is to to quote a Rolling Stones song and um, have her figure out some sort of clue to vet her to to be like yeah is that is that why she's cool. I don't know I'm just trying to I'm playing along because I thought the movie was pretty dumb because <laughs> <laughs> you're still incredulous to the idea that anyone anyone would ever do online banking. The internet is only for pornography and podcasting. The two P's. And ordering pizza. Right. The three, three P's. P's. Yeah, three P's. Pizza, <laughs> pornography, and podcasting. This this movie is all about uh, progressive concepts. Online <laughs> banking. Crotch biting as a form of self-defense. I didn't really enjoy it. I had never seen this before. Um, I just thought it was too much hijinks. <laughs> Since our last podcast, Cameron's become a no-nonsense mother. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I found the movie overstimulating. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I had it. I liked it at the time. I remember thinking it was pretty funny. And I still like it. I still thought it was pretty good, even though I don't understand it. And I obviously wasn't paying as much attention as I should have been. I still thought it was pretty funny. I just like basically because Whoopi Goldberg's funny. Yeah, I just she thought is. She was, she was funny in it. And like nothing else, there's nothing really else to, about the movie. Um, and she swears so much. <laughs> like so much. Garbage mouth. Yeah. I was, I was quite surprised and unnecessarily so. I was pleasantly surprised. I was, uh, yeah. <laughs> like, whoopee, you got an edge on you. I forgot you had this edge. I wouldn't hear that on The View. <laughs> I don't know. I could watch Whoopi Goldberg just listen to Jumpin' Jack Flash and try to like decipher the lyrics all day. I thought that was I thought that was great. There's a scene where she dusts off her cassette tape and just tries to figure out what that song is about. Yeah. She, so she, the movie is about let me get this straight. The movie I know you just described this, but the movie is about her listening to the Rolling Stones trying to figure out that song. Basically. Yeah. It's a big scene. It's a pivotal scene. It's really all that you need to know, yeah. I think Mick Jagger co-wrote this thing, right? <laughs> she, he was one of the um, seven or eight writers on the movie. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the credits, which I did. Uh, <laughs> so the one of the few things I saw, there's like eight writers to this movie. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's so elaborate. One was dedicated to writing all the foul language that yeah. Whoopi Goldberg had in the movie. <laughs> yeah. But you know, they're they're looking back. I think if I had watched this as a as a kid, it would have been pretty cool because some of the people drive around strictly in a limo the whole movie, and that's pretty cool. I, I think even now, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> have you guys ever been in a limo? Have you ever traveled in I a was, limo? I was in a limo once. Yeah, sure. Then they told me to get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> you were uh, being chased, and you went through one door and out the other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> by the haunted. Haunted Chains Chang, whatever gang, being chased by the revolution. Yeah. And, uh... I had a, in high school, my friend's uncle drove a limo, so that's what we all took to grad. I think that was the last time I've ever been in one, so it's been a while. It was pretty nice. <laughs> Just uh, you, it was you and a cheesecake. <laughs> well, I guarantee you there were no ladies in the limo, if that's what you're implying. <laughs> oh, man. On second for the record, I, I really liked slap bracelets. <laughs> yes, totally. Were they banned from your school like they were from mine? Briefly. What? No. No. <laughs> <laughs>
Somebody hurt themselves. I don't know how. Maybe they cut themselves or... Someone hurt themselves on a slap bracelet? Andrew, did you go to the same school as Cameron did? <laughs> Sounds like something I, I would do. But no, I. that's that's kind of insane. I don't know how you could hurt yourself on a slap bracelet. <laughs> Andrew went to a high school that was in a limo. It's kind of like Breaker High, but, but in a limo. <laughs> in a limo. Oh, man, that'd be a great idea. You're onto something. It was environmentally unfriendly. <laughs> driving around let's start a high school (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh what kind of you think i think that uh a limousine high school would be something that would be a little bit more progressive uh where they would teach classes that wouldn't normally be taught driver's ed a lot of (laughs) a lot of driver's ed (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Um, knocking knocking on the glass that'll be it'll be one of the most popular classes. Knocking on the glass etiquette. Yeah. One hundred and one. Yeah. Uh, st- standing up in the sunroof. <laughs> yeah. Things to shout. On second thought. Have we talked about on this podcast about the first time, really, that I that I had a drink? No. So the first time that I really had a drink that I paid for <laughs> with my own money was. <laughs> I went traveling when I was like 19 and up until this point, I never really drank. And so um, I'm traveling. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reinvent myself. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm at this hostel in London. And the first night I went to the the hostel bar and I ordered the Smirnoff ice. (laughs) And keep in mind, I'm 19 at this point. This isn't like a a stupid 14 year old. You're legally allowed to drink and everything. It's all good. Yeah. And so the the best part of it too is I'm at this hostel bar and I got talking to this guy. He's like, oh, here, I'll buy you a drink. And uh, I was like, I'll have another one. (laughs) Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I think I remember the first time that uh, Andrew uh, ever got drunk. I'm not sure if this is actually the first time he got drunk, but I remember that we were in a restaurant one time, Andrew. Yeah. And uh, you had had too much sangria. And yes. you were trying to convince everybody that you could uh, do that <laughs> tablecloth trick where you yank on the tablecloth and everything will stay on the table. <laughs> and we had to talk yeah. you down from that. I almost, I was very close to do I remember that, yeah. It wasn't the first time I was drunk. but Half uh... an hour. We were talking about that. Oh yeah, trying to talk you down. Did you? I'm do a it? super. I, I am a very cheap drunk. It's a great. It's the best. Like, <laughs> I always appreciated being a cheap drunk. It's great. But the downside, I guess, is I try to do. I think I could do party tricks at a crowded restaurant in Vancouver with with a group of friends. I don't. I yeah. I, I never did it though. No, you I didn't. was very sure I could though. I still think I could. Yeah, you you were already holding onto the tablecloth and slowly like working on getting yourself amped up for it. And I'm, yeah, slowly. All... That's how you do it, right? You just slowly pull the tablecloth away. Yeah. To, to not disrupt anything on the table. That's how you got to do it. Slowly. I just slowly make a mess. Has anyone ever done that? I, I still want to do that. Maybe I'll do that tonight. <laughs> That'll be my thing. Everyone's got a thing. I don't have a thing. It'll be the tablecloth trick. Yeah, you. every time you go to a party... You bring a tablecloth with you. You lay it down. <laughs> like I got a very special one, though. Like yeah. I order a special one. And, uh, and lay it down and, and covertly wait until people start saying down all their stuff on it. <laughs> it's a long con. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and proceed to have a lot of sang. Well, not very much. Just a little sangria. That's all I need. <laughs> I love that. I love restaurants. Now, can you even call them restaurants? No. <laughs> <laughs> I love those eateries. 
where yeah. it's half a Taco Bell and half a KFC. Oh, so good. Yeah, it's like you don't even have to make a choice. Dairy Queen and Orange Julius. <laughs> oh, yeah. the greatest. I uh, I am reminded of a Halloween costume I came up with as a kid where I was um, half homeless man, half successful businessman. <laughs> so you lived in New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's exactly right. I was half Gordon Gecko. <laughs> And half um, Joe Pesci from anything. <laughs> yeah, so I had like my hair slicked back, and I had a briefcase again, probably the same briefcase that I would carry my Nintendo in. And uh, my mom sewed me like this, yeah, like down the middle. I don't remember what the, I uh, some sort of raggedy Andy, <laughs> raggedy um, Andy left side, yeah. And then I like had it stubble on like yeah, and I, and I had like a change cup in the one hand and a briefcase in the other, yeah. Didn't make really make sense. <laughs> like I don't get what my my overall theme or whatever is. I don't get it. Class structure. <laughs> I know, uh, Andrew. It's your birthday on Halloween. Um, but I got I gotta uh, I gotta ask though. You must have had some killer birthdays. Birthday when I was, slash Halloween. Yeah, when, being born on Halloween when you're seven is the greatest. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I had some good Halloweens as a kid. Uh, best one was um. My mom got to give it, give her credit. Like sewed this very elaborate ET costume, complete with glowing fingers, oh, man. like that had an on off switch. Get out! Yeah, it was awesome. You were awesome. ET one Halloween. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was very elaborate. Like when I look back, like today, I would have no idea how to go about making that. I don't know how the <laughs> hell she pulled that. Like it's very, very well done. Uh, Full on costume. Yeah, and then yeah, the, the the LED light in the finger was like crazy. Oh man! Um, and I remember being really bummed I didn't win some sort of costume contest I was in. <laughs> you could, you didn't win. No, I didn't win. I was like super pissed. <laughs> you had a glowing finger. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it, man. I'm still mad. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was a kid. I must have been six, six years old. My mom made me a really, really ghetto Ghostbusters costume. And looking back now, it's you know it's cute and charming or whatever and. Uh, but it was it was like a s- full on sweatsuit with uh, do you remember laser tag? Like when yeah. it was please do I remember laser tag? <laughs> who are you talking to here? Yeah, who are you talking to? <laughs> the, the 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 laser tag you play at home? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of oh, yeah. course, I, I remember that. Yeah, we had uh, we had those those laser guns, and so it was that attached with tape to a string, uh, to uh, like a cardboard backpack. And my mom had sewed the Ghostbusters logo onto my chest, and looking, you know, looking at pictures now, it looks it looks super cute. But I remember going to somebody's house and knocking on the door and saying "trick or treat," and they were laughing, and it scarred me. <laughs> and so I went, <laughs> but I went home, and I took it off. I was crying, and I I uh-huh. uh, I put on a an old man mask and a fedora hat, and then went trick or treating as an old man. <laughs> <laughs> and I dress the I dress the exact same way today. And you haven't taken that mask off since. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, well, that's a great story. You reminded me of a sim. I have a sad Ghostbuster story too, where it's nothing. Well, it's well. Okay, so you, speaking of remember, do you remember roller rinks? You guys ever oh, go yeah. to a roller rink? Back I went in the to uh, Lloyd's yeah. Rollercade in in Calgary. Lloyd's Lloyd's I Rollercade. Like yeah. <laughs> I went to this rollercade, if that's what they're called. I went to one as a kid, 
And then when I went back, I remember they wouldn't play. I wanted them to play the Ghostbusters theme, like because they always play music or whatever, and he just roller skate around in circles. And the first time I was there, I remember they they must have played the Ghostbusters theme, and I loved it. And I wanted them to play it so bad, but they, it wasn't just it wasn't coming on. So I just started crying, like I bawled my eyes out. <laughs> And it was like, I really want to hear the Ghostbusters theme. <laughs> and I guess somebody must have put in the request because, like, I just remember it, it came on very quickly. And, like, you know, when you're, when you're like, kind of bouncing back from a cry, <laughs> you're kind of, like, sobbing or whatever, and it, like, still sad. And then it came on, and I'm just, like, kind of sobbing around in circles to the Ghostbusters theme when it finally came back on. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I finally got my wish or whatever. <laughs> Is that why so many girls cry at the club? Is they they don't hear a song that they requested from the DJ? <laughs> that's why I cry. At the, that's why I cry at the club. Yeah. You want but, they all, you always want them to play the Ghostbusters theme. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, you're right. I would if they if I went to a club and they played the Ghostbusters theme, it would make my night. <laughs> On second thought. Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! Oh man! I had something last night that I'd never had before that was bizarre to me. It was, um, a, it was a wet dream. <laughs> <laughs> if you want us to talk you through it, Ken. <laughs> yeah, I, I had this wet dream where Whoopi Goldberg bit me in the crotch. <laughs> uh, I think we've all had that one. There's this trend now. I guess it's a trend. We were talking to because uh, we uh, we were friends with the chef, and so they kept giving us um, stuff that wasn't on the menu. And one of the things that wasn't on the menu was barnacle. What? Yeah, it's apparently a delicacy. Oh, it's disgusting. No, it is delicious. I'm starting to think that fancy dining is becoming more of an elaborate practical joke on the world. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? A barnacle is not gross. Barn. That is. Okay, is that what grows on the side of ships? Yeah, and on the side of rocks, it's like sort of like yeah. the way that like mussels are gro- grown. They're oh, grown on the side of rocks too. Well, I had something that was delicious the other day too. It's called a poutine from New York Fry. <laughs> try sometime. It's the best. <laughs> By the way, you're going to New York, so try out their f- New York fries. <laughs> you sound angry when you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking barnacles. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Well, that, I guess that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, thanks for listening, and make sure to check us out on our website on secondthoughtpodcast.com or on iTunes where you can write a review or rate the show. And hey, uh, you know what? We might actually have to uh, come at you with uh, with a late episode after this one uh, since Ken's going to be in New York and Andrew will be busy moving. So uh, sit tight and uh, continue to not email us. In the end, I'll say, I like the movie. Cameron thought it was mediocre. Ken didn't watch it. (laughs) So thanks for listening to the show. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, guys.
I hate oh. it. It's the worst. Yeah. Are you always afraid that you're going to move into a haunted house? <laughs> <laughs> when you find out too late. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? I already paid the, I already paid the damage deposit. <laughs> That's worth... I'll just be haunted for a year, I guess. <laughs> <laughs>